My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Welcome back to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we're talking to Wayne Bevins, Director of Project Management at Avaya. We had a great conversation about his role, his experience in telecommunication, digital transformation, and his advice for newcomers to the industry. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hey, Wayne, how are you doing today? Pretty good, and yourself? I'm doing great, thank you. So Wayne here works with Avaya. Wayne, what's your title? Um, So my title is Director of Product Management. So what kind of things do you do on a day-to-day? Oh, um, so my, my, my key role is actually looking after um, our next generation contact center platform and the whole roadmap um, for that. So uh, I'm pretty much focused on on any of the new developments um, with, with, with regards to our whole contact center platform. So um, that, 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 that's sort of bringing, bringing things from, um, you know, from our elite and aura platform in, 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 into the newer architecture and, and, and the various surrounds around that. So pretty busy time for me. <laughs> I bet. That's awesome. A lot of our members love the roadmap, so that's cool that you work on those. Good. How long have you been working with Avaya for? Um, so I've actually been working for Avaya now for probably about six months. So uh, I'm probably one of the newbies in, in, um, w- w- within Avaya, although uh, I've been around the industry for, for a lot longer than six months. So. How long would you say you've been in the industry? Oh, um, so I, I actually started out um, pretty much straight from school back in 1995. So what's that? That's 20 some odd years ago. Yeah, well, probably a little bit more than that. Um, so I've sort of grown up um, with, with, with regards to my career, um, along with the telco industry and the contact center industry. So how has your job changed from when you started to what you do now? Um, if if, if if we're talking about just a via, it, it, it's it's it, it's a constantly evolving. Uh, as I'm getting my arms around um, a lot more of the product stack and and, and the roadmap. Um, so um, so I'm I'm still in the in the green stages of of of, of, of a via, but uh, um, you know if if I look at the the industry as a whole, um, it, it, it's it's been very very much a um, a methodical paced evolution. Um, you know, I think when, when I originally started out, um, you know, back in the mid nineties, everything was just voice. You know, I don't even think, uh, the internet was sort of officially, uh, invented back then. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's been a steady evolution. Um, you know, so we've gone from voice, we've gone, um, you know, from a lot more mainframe type of interaction at, at, at the agent desktop to now you know, full blown browser based capabilities, um, there's a lot more interactions now with other different channels, so with a digital media um, outside of outside of just voice, and that started out with email, went to chat, and now 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 we have web, we have asynchronous messaging through um, you know, all, all, all the different social media channels. So it's it's been really exciting to see the industry as a whole evolve, um, and it, it, it's it's continuing to evolve as well as as we as we and our customers customers find alternative ways of really interacting with businesses. So with the huge changes that you've had since you started from voice to even just internet to now working with things like 
AI and all those crazy platforms that we're coming up with. How have you kept up over the years with keeping yourself educated, keeping your team educated, making sure that everybody's evolving with the IT world? Sure. There's, there's, there's really a couple of different ways from, from an education standpoint. There's obviously the personal side of education. So, you know, keep, you know, keep keeping on track with new technologies, new potential technologies, looking a little bit outside of the realm of just the contact center. I think that, 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 that's really been key. Um, so that, that, that's, that, that's, that's one area of, of, of education. Um, the second part of the education is actually working strongly with um, the various analysts group, like, uh, like, 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 for example, Gartner, because, um, you know, they, they, they definitely have, um, you know, a, a, a lot of interaction both with uh, our other peers within the industry and, and, and customers as well. So they're, they're, they're hearing a lot of different, um, you know, a, a different, different ways of uh, approaching different technologies in, into the contact center. Um, so you know, we 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 work closely with uh, with the likes of Gartner to uh, um, to get wider education on that, and then also the, the, there's definitely forums um, you know, just exactly like this. So actually talking with customers is is also a great way to keep ourselves educated on that. But it's really a blend of those three items because you know customers not everyone takes like the bleeding edge type of technology, um, and they're waiting for it to be sort of more mature. Um, but you know, we, we have we have some strong customers that are on that bleeding edge. Um, so you know, either we're bringing it to them or, or they're bringing it to us on that. So, where do you see IT going from where it is now to the future? I know you've seen it pretty much evolve entirely from the beginning. So I'm curious to see how you think it'll continue to change throughout the upcoming years. Well, yeah, I, I, I think there are, there, there are a few different what I would consider sort of like forcing factors for, for, for what, I, what I would consider sort of like the traditional IT organization. Um, you know, I think a lot of our customers are, um, are dealing with you know, digital transformation. Um, you know, so that, 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 that's, that's, that's really a, you know, a big changing factor. And I think that, that, that's changing the way that you know, the typical IT organizations tend to operate. So it's sort of moving it more from sort of what 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 I, what I would say is sort of like a service center of, of, of providing capabilities to now sort of that more critical role in providing the applications. So um, I think a lot of a, a lot of uh, industries now are, uh, are viewing their IT organization as a little bit more um, uh, strategic in in the way that they're growing the business. So I think digital transformation is is is, is one of the key items on that. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that that bring, you know, actually brings into play because um, not all IT organizations have um, like the development skill sets to, you know, to, to, to meet that. So that also drives additional behaviors of, of sort of simplification, um, you know, the move to cloud. Um, so I, I think you know, that digital transformation, that's a big forcing function for the IT organization on there. And then I, I think the, 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 the next sort of sort of forcing function is is really sort of the the, the changing dynamics of of customers and those customers can be both internal customers from you know, from IT department you know, department to department type of customers but it also can be the end consumer as well so there's been a lot of behavioral changes that have that, that have happened for customers now um, that have a lot more um, demanding uh, needs, you know, so it, it, it's always on, it's 24 by seven, it's any channel, any time sort of thing. 
Um, so, you know, really, I think the other forcing function is really the, the, the change in customer behavior and the demand for a, for a higher um, a high expectation on customer experience around that. So with that, how do you see the jobs in IT changing? I know the whole space is changing a ton and a lot of things I feel are kind of leaning towards automation. What do you see for the future of jobs in IT and telecom as a whole? Well, that, 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 that's, that's, that's probably a, probably a, a, a tough one, but, um, I'd sort of say that um, I, I think a focus on um, simpler applications, um, easier to integrate. Um, so a, a, a lot of it will actually come down to that 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 automation, um, or, or or the or, or the term that's typically used is um, you know uh, robotic process control or automation around that. So so RPA. Um, so I, I think we're going to see a trend moving towards that. Um, so skilling up on, on on the tools and the integrations, I think, is is, is going to be an area where, where things are moving. I think if we look at potentially traditional telco, so voice, um, with a lot, a lot more move to the cloud, uh, that's really becoming more and more commoditized. Uh, it's becoming simpler. It's becoming e- e- easier to turn on. So I think we'll see a little bit more of a reduction in the overall complexity in the telco IT sector, especially as we move to the cloud on that. So circling back to sort of more of your experience in the IT telecom world, did you enjoy the the transition from working on phones and telecom into a more I guess, IT heavy, tech heavy role that you seem to be working in now with those different products than you were used to when you first started out and probably went to school for? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, my, my, my career background has been sort of he- heavy in technology and integration. My, my, my first job was actually working in sort of a professional services aspect. So it's, it, it's always been about Bringing together different disparate items and and being able to integrate those into in, into a cohesive um, actual end customer solution on that. So I, I I've I've always enjoyed that. Um, you know I, I've been very much sort of technically driven throughout my career on that. So with all these major changes and everything, what kind of things are you doing now to keep up? I know we kind of talked a little bit about over the years how you educated yourself through different types of, um, you know, forums and discussions. And is that kind of maintaining now with, are you using podcasts more? Are you looking at blogs? Are you looking for technical forum discussions online? What kind of things do you use maybe day to day to help you troubleshoot with something you're experiencing or help you get educated on a new product that's out in the sphere that you need to be learning about so that you can discuss better with your customers or. Yeah. So, so I, I'd say there's, there's definitely many different ways. And I, I think you, you, you pretty much touched upon most of my go-to places. I mean, I think when I started out, it was ordering books off of Amazon or, or, or going into the, you know, in, into the tech bookstore, but, Obviously, that, that 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 sort of old, out of date information hard to keep up. Um, so, so na- nowadays, it it really has to be going towards more of the digital aspects. Um, so, e- everything from um, you know, from technical forums, 
um, you know, uh, code repositories even. So, you know, keep, you know, keep, keep keeping abreast of what's happening in the open source community because that tends to move um, quite a lot quicker than, than, than more from, a, from an enterprise perspective. Um, so keep keeping abreast with that. Um, being, being a part of, of, of communities as well, it, it really does help because, uh, you know, different people bring different things to the, you know, to, to, to the, to the overall perspective of, of how technology is changing. And, um, a lot of the evolution typically happens out of the need from someone to improve processes or, or, or to get things quicker. Um, so ha having those connections with, um, with, with, with forums and even, even members, um, you know, within, uh, within like these forums is, is definitely key as well. Sure. So what would you say to somebody who's maybe been an Avaya user for a long time and they're trying to move into that more digital space with the digital transformations and that digital world of telephony, what would you say to somebody that should be their first steps. What should they start with? And then their next step. How can they make that transition as smoothly as possible, with you know as few hiccups as they can? Sure. So I I, I think I think the first thing is 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 really to put your shell put put yourself in the shoes of of the customers that you're serve, serving. Um. So that that, that that's that's something that we that, that everyone does on a daily basis. You know. So it's like. Um, you know, we're either interacting with businesses um, or, 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 or websites. And, and really, first of all, I think it's like, just think about the experience that you're currently receiving, not, not just from um, the company that you may work in, but other companies that you personally interact with. Um, and, and, and think through it, think through um, you know, what, what changes are beneficial that you're now receiving and, and, and start, start looking at some of the technology um, of, of, of how they're changing the way that, um, that, that, that you're interacting. So, you know, um, I, I can pick on a couple of different, um, you know, business sectors, um, you know, so, so like, for, for example, healthcare, um, uh, you know, it, it has definitely been changing. Um, insurance is, an, is, is another area that, 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 that's been changing and evolving. And, and, and even the telco and communications area as well has been, has been changing as well around that. So, um, first thing is, I'd say, ha have a look about how you interact with businesses and think through, is that a, you know, is that the experience you want to bring? Um, and if so, how does that map down to some of the technologies, especially with digital? Um, you know, so, so seeing how other people are leveraging chat, how they're bringing in AI into that chat. Um, the, 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 those are really you know, some, some of the key things, I think, for people to get a grasp of, which is, how do you currently leverage technology to change customer experience? And then from that, I think it'll, it, it'll, it'll then span, span outwardly to other areas of interest for, for you then to um, you know, go in and, and dig into further um, around that. What might be some different risks associated with making that big transformation and how might those rewards that you get from making that transformation outweigh those risks? Um, I, I, I think the biggest risk is really not having a plan. Um, you know, um, you know, if, if, if we take, you know, one of the forcing functions of, of digital transformation, um, if, if there's really not a plan and, um, 
you know, corporate level backing for digital transformation, um, the, the chances are you're going to fail if it's a, if it's a huge project. Um, so I think that, that that's 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 one thing to think about is um, you do do you have the correct stakeholders to be successful? Um, and then I think the second one is is really trying to do too much too quick. Um, you know, what, one, one of the things that, that's happening in the industry nowadays is really, you know, technology is changing really quick. Um, so the technology that you put in today, um, you know, in, you know, anywhere from like 12 to 18 months, there's going to be a successor for it. So think, you know, th think through in incremental ways of evolving um, versus trying to do a big bang and, um, you know, may, may, maybe, maybe think through, a process of where where, where you can try um, and evolve with the technology versus what I think we've done in in the telco arena is you know we, we, we've we've stuck with one thing and because it has you know it, it might not have evolved um, you know, too quickly it's it sort of stagnated um, so I think what we have to do is uh, really do small incremental projects um, that show value that gain stakeholder. Um, you know, um, you know they're, they're able to show stakeholders the benefits of those projects on that, and then in in the end, you 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 really end end up becoming a catalyst for change in those organizations. While we're in the realm of giving advice, uh, what might you say to somebody who's just now coming into maybe the IT industry and they're getting loaded down with some of the telecom responsibilities that they may not have been expecting or that they're not sure how to handle. What might you say to somebody who's in those shoes? Um, I, I'd probably say the first thing is you're probably not alone. Um, so definitely reach out to peers within your company um, and, and, and leverage it, leverage the tools and technologies um, that are around there, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I know for Avai, you know, we, we, we've got a uh, we've got a very active uh, DevConnect um, you know, uh, sort of environment. So uh, reach out through you know, through those thought you know, through those forums um, and, and realize that you're not going alone on, on this journey. There's many other people out there that have uh, that, that have probably had the same question that you have, um, and don't be afraid to ask. You know, uh, you know, so, some, sometimes the the you you may think it's a silly question to ask. Um, but it may be a very profound one that we as an industry haven't even tackled yet. Well, that's great advice. Thank you so much. And for our final wrap-up question, why would you recommend that an Avaya user becomes an IAUG member? I, I think re realistically, it, it, it's it's purely for the support and um, you know the, the 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 whole wealth of information that you know, that that you're able to get from. Um, not, not, not only, not only, you know, single members that are close to you, but internationally. Um, so I, I think realistically, it is a wealth of information. Um, I certainly wouldn't pass it off, pass it up. Um, you know, if if, uh, um, if if I was in our customer shoes, I think it's a very well uh, thought out program, and and the benefits are, are really substantial. That's great. Thank you so much, Wayne. We really appreciate having you come on and chat with us today. No problems. I, I, I really enjoy it. And um, ho hopefully the, 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 the new people that are coming into the IT world and the telco world um, are really, really going to be successful. Um, and 
I, I look forward to uh, speaking to them when, when, whenever I'm at a Christmas site or um, at other things like Engage. Great, and I'm looking forward to meeting you at Engage. Thank you so much. All right, thanks very much. Take care. Thanks for joining us again this week on the IAUG Insider Podcast. Don't forget to register for Avaya Engage 2020 and make sure you keep on the lookout for our IAUG technical webinar series, The Landscape of IT. We're doing a deep dive into the different ways that IT is evolving and how you should approach it. Thanks for listening. The IAUG Insider Podcast is brought to you by the International Avaya User Group, the world's largest international organization for communications technology professionals. Each episode is written, organized, and hosted by me, Caitlin Malinowski, and produced and edited by Katie Norton.